Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to Make the Jump here from the BrickCityBlockade.com podcast network. It's your homeboy, Robin Vogt, hanging out here in beautiful Portsmouth, New Hampshire. And you know what? Another episode of Make the Jump coming at you here. But before I even start talking about what I want to talk about here, I want to talk about my good friends over at Stairway to Heaven Comics over here in Newington, New Hampshire. That's right. Make sure to hop on in. Get your name on that comic pull list. We got they got great Star Wars comic books over there. Great selection of classic comics. A lot of great Marvel, DC, everything you want. Make sure to go say hi to Brad over at Stairway to Heaven Comics here in Newington, New Hampshire. You can check out all the information over on Facebook. Uh, let me tell you, I go and I pick up my comics there as often as possible. I get all my Star Wars comics there. And you know what? It is always such a great time when I go over there and talk with Brad. He's so freaking down to earth, guys. And a lot of cool people that are hanging out there, too, including Mr. Christopher James Letty and Sean Michaud of the BrickCityBlockade.com podcast network. So, yeah, once again, just head on over to Stairway to Heaven Comics, get your name on the comics poll list, get all your comic book content, and also make sure to say hi to Brad, like I said before, because he's a really chill guy. Hmm. Well, I don't know what I'm going to have for dinner tonight, but i got to start figuring out why is it so freaking hot outside? Holy shit. What the f***? <sighs> Freaking New England, man. Alright, so this episode of Make the Jump is... I've been slowly talking about Star Wars Episode Nine with a lot of the guys over at the BrickCityBlockade.com podcast network. And actually, just before I hit the record button here, I was talking with Caden Stetler of Rebel Cause and the Rebel Cheddar podcast hosted by the BrickCityBlockade.com podcast network. We were breaking down some stuff with Star Wars Episode Nine, and one of the things... Obviously, you guys can head on over to the website, check out my article, basically, that says that The Last Jedi sets up Episode Nine perfectly. And what I meant by this, and you can read more about it over there, but essentially, the ideas of Episode Eight was that we see Luke Skywalker go through this transition from being a Jedi Knight into this Jedi Master. Of course, as he says, the legend that he becomes. And the big thing for me, I think, heading into Episode nine which obviously maybe we'll see a title soon i would love them to come out and say hey here's the title for the upcoming star wars movie just to get you guys ready off of solo off of all the negativity that a lot of these people are spewing across social media let's get us ready but essentially when it comes to episode nine the big thing for me is really centered around what did the last jedi set up for us and to be painfully obvious here. There are elements of The Last Jedi that are going to do a nice job, including the setup of Daisy Ridley's character of Rey, what we're seeing with Finn and Rose, what we're seeing with the progression of Poe Dameron. That's the kind of stuff I'm talking about here, folks, and that's the stuff that I want to see play out more. I'm not talking about what's going on with the Resistance. Where is that going to head towards? Because obviously, they're rebel scum again. We're seeing a newfound form of the rebellion itself. So that alone... I could really give a rat ass about right now. That stuff I want to see play out when I actually go and see the film. There's a lot of stuff when it comes to the force that I feel that Ryan Johnson did such a freaking fantabulous job with and that I love that he cranked it out, put it out there, and people crapped on him about it, but it was stuff that we needed as Star Wars fans. And that was what Luke Skywalker talked with Ray about on Octu, which was that the force itself is something that is not held to just the Jedi. It's something that everybody in this galaxy carries with them. And that's so important, not just in Star Wars, but to us as human beings, because guess what? We walk through life and we carry a lot of grudges with us 
and we carry a lot of hate with us at times. But the best part is, is that there's always that surrounding force that binds us all back together. And I'm not connecting in life right to what Star Wars is, but there are similarities, as you've heard on Calm Chatter and across all the great podcasts at Brick City Blockade and what Rebel Cause is doing. To simplify what I'm trying to say here, because I've really broken it down and I've taken you guys to a galaxy far, far away in terminology, but simply, Episode 9 just has to give us Force lore and just a teensy bit Let's sprinkle some of that fan service in there just to give us a nice little flavor for what Star Wars can truly give us. I mean, bringing J.J. Abrams back is such a great, great idea. I think that, you know, as much as Colin Trevorrow with everything that he's done with the Jurassic World series and a lot of the other films he's worked on, maybe it just didn't fit for Kathleen Kennedy and Bob Iger, what they had lined up. I would love to see the cuts, trust me. I would love to see a Colin Trevorrow cut of Star Wars Episode Nine if they came back and said, you know what, let's refilm it again. All you fan people out there that want to redo The Last Jedi, maybe call up Colin Trevorrow and give him a chance to do something, huh? Rather than complaining about it. At the same time, I think that there are a lot of different aspects of Episode Nine that could really drag out in a good way. And I'm talking about that forest lore. I'm talking about Rey's journey. She's holding the freaking text on the Millennium Falcon. What do those textbooks hold? Why was Yoda so abdomen about burning the tree? Because he says in The Last Jedi, there's nothing that those texts had that Rey already didn't know. So for her to carry those texts, Yoda must have had a, some idea that Rey had some previous knowledge or had tapped into the Force enough to have a clear understanding of what her pathway is. And he must have a clear insight about what's going on with Ben Solo, too, and why there's that dysfunction between the two, or maybe an interconnectedness that we see happen in Episode Nine, because obviously Snoke bridged the mind. I bridged the minds together, knowing that you couldn't resist. That kind of stuff is f***ing serious, and I love it. And that's the kind of stuff I need from Episode Nine. I need the Force, guys. Make sure to share your opinions over on Twitter using the hashtag, hashtag BCBPN. Also, hashtag make the jump pod. I want to hear what you guys think about is the force going to have a premiere sense and a premiere piece in episode nine between Ray, Ben Solo, Yoda, Force Ghost Obi Wan, Force Ghost Qui Gon Jinn, Force Ghost somebody random. Who knows? Make sure to share your opinions across social media on that. Another aspect that I really wanted to touch upon here on this episode of Make the Jump was something a little bit more. Uh, how do I put this? Um, it's something that I've noticed more recently with the Star Wars fandom, and I think, trust me, I, no more unity is community or friendom on this episode. I, I'm not going to spew any of that. You guys can listen to essentially 20 episodes around that, because they're all great episodes, by the way. But overall, the big thing for me is that the fandom of recently has been coming back together. I've got to shout out Unmistakably Star Wars. I got to shout out Making Star Wars. I got to shout out Steel Wars Podcast. I got to shout out Home One Hangout, Rebel Cause, the Rebel Chatter Podcast, San Diego Sabres, Neil Positivity. I mean, you all know who you are. Kelly Timasoka, Trisha Barr. You all know who you are. I'm, I, I could keep rattling off names here. Eric Oakenhout. I mean, there's just so many different ones out there. And the community is starting to come back together. So I had to shout all of you out before I continue on this because it is so nice to see that, of course, in celebrating hashtag Goots Day, which I think is absolutely fantastic. We love you, Andy Gutierrez, over here at Brick City Blockade. It is such a great thing to finally move away from the negativity that's being spewed and everybody's coming together in a different way. Molly Damon over at Star Wars Explained. Alex Damon over at Star Wars Explained. 
those two are doing some amazing things. And it's so great to see more and more of that happening now because now's the time to do it. I don't want to walk into Star Wars Celebration or Celebration at Home or any of the upcoming conventions and have to field questions as a Star Wars podcaster and say, why are y'all so negative? Why are you so abdomen about these films that you have to spew negativity about it? Well, no, Brick City Blockade Podcast Network doesn't do that. And some of these other podcasts don't do that. And that's why it's so important that we continue this positivity on the trend that it is because it is going to make a difference. It is going to continue to push, push, I say, by crossing the Delaware, that snowy eve cross over to Trenton, defeating the hash. Oh, I'm sorry, that was just, ah, jeez. I, I always make those American Revolution references. Rewind, rewind. But essentially, these, th this positivity is huge. And I want to continue to push that. And I want to continue to thank people. So please, if you're on Twitter, find these people. Reach out to them and say, thank you for being positive right now. Thank you for spreading the positivity. Thank you for supporting Andy Gutierrez and everybody over at Lucasfilm. Because these are the people that make Star Wars happen, folks. Us podcasters, I'll toot our horns. We make Star Wars happen for a lot of people who don't necessarily have access to it because we offer it for free. And that's something that we'll continue to do. And being here on Make the Jump and being the founder of the BrickCityBlockade.com podcast network, one of the things I've always talked about is that if you can find a platform to show your voice and to have it heard, freaking do it. Don't waste your time. Find that platform and get it out there. It's what all these other podcasters, I mean, we just don't sit there and say, you know what, we're going to have this winning business format and we're going to craft this entire, entire brand that's going to push us forward into the next generation. No, 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 no. We go outside and we talk to people and we say, what kind of Star Wars do you want to see? And we take that negative aspect out. And if we can continue to do that, I mean, hell yeah, let's continue to do that. Let's keep that running. And it, it's crazy to think that in two years of the podcast network, all the people that we've met, all the fantastic things that we've been able to do at the podcast network, and all the fantastic people, all these great podcasts that are out there. It, it, it goes without explaining that these people have been supporting us and we have to support them back. But it's so much more than that, guys. The conversations we have are just absolutely fantastic. I recently just sat down. You guys can go over to Twitter and see it. I reached out to uh, Rogue Fun Podcast. They do a freaking exclusive podcast just on Rogue One, guys. Make sure to follow them on just freaking Rogue One. I mean, that film alone has so many conversations attached to it that they're doing a podcast on it. And if you have a passion like that, do it, man. Do it. Go out there. Be yourself. Do what Rogue Fun is doing. Do what Brick City is doing. Do what everybody is doing and is joining the friendom, as I like to say. There's the word. See, I didn't know I was going to use it. And I promised I wouldn't. And I did anyway. So thank you to all the podcasters out there that are doing what they're doing, doing it in a positive light. The friendom, bringing unity is community. All right, that's enough of that. You guys hear that all the time. All right, one of the last things I want to talk about here on Make the Jump is the upcoming Thrawn book. Now, you guys can tune into Words of the Wills with myself and the host, Andrew Merton Garish. This Wednesday night, we're going to break it down, but I'm telling you right now, I got to talk about some Thrawn, man, because... I read the first Thrawn novel, and I fell in love. Timothy Zahn knocked it out of the park. I loved the Thrawn trilogy growing up. I loved all the fantastic novels. He was able to crank out and give us the Grand Admiral himself in that form, and now we're seeing that return. And, of course, I would love to get my hands on the San Diego Comic-Con cover exclusive. Yo, any of you people going to San Diego Comic-Con? 
Link me up. Let me know if you can grab me a copy, all right? I'll pay good money for it. Don't you worry about that. I'm not going to pull up a green card from underneath my sleeve. Uh-uh. You can grab me by the arm, and you can check and make sure it's not there, all right? But I would love a copy of that novel, and it doesn't matter which one I get because guess what? We're getting Thrawn, and we're getting the backstory of how much he knew about Anakin Skywalker, and that is absolutely awesome. I'm guessing we're going to see a lot of the progression between Thrawn and Anakin across the time. We're going to see Anakin slowly turning towards the dark side and into Vader and how Thrawn plays into that equation. Did he experience anything? Did he notice the turn of Anakin at any point? I mean, Timothy Zahn is the right guy to do that, not just because invented this character essentially but he scripted this character for so many years that the way in which they present it to us in the novel is going to be fantastic i haven't even read it yet and i know it's going to be fantastic and that's saying a lot it usually takes a lot for me scott inch knows he hears me all the time but what i we're sorry the number you have dialed is not in service at this time in love about thrawn is the progression that we're seeing with that character obviously being introduced in rebels Shown at Star Wars Celebration to get us all pumped. Scott Inch was there. He remembers in London. And now we're seeing novels after novels written about this guy. And progression after progression in Star Wars Rebels, the animated series. And as a diehard Thrawn fan for years, this is so exciting. And it is such a good time to be a Thrawn fan because we're just getting boatloads of content around this guy. Going forward, I, I don't see them slowing down with the character. Obviously, spoilers really bad death star noise spoilers for star wars rebels the end of the season four we see thrawn and ezra going off and ezra basically says you know i'm gonna grab me a purgle call me up a purgle i've got an idea and grabs thrawn and takes him far far away now with star wars resistance coming up do we see them return into that form because we're leading up to force awakens or do we see them come back in a different television series film some other form that's a question for you guys to check out on social media make sure to share your opinions on that but overall i think that the progression of thrawn is leading down a path that we as fans can get behind with a lot of characters everybody's like oh, i don't know if i can get behind this character i don't know if i like the progression of the character and that that that's up to you you go and you pick up the novels I, scott inch will tell you i'm name dropping the guy left and right here he'll tell you to go into the novels and and look at the backstories see what you get from them because i'm sure you'll like the character once you read a little bit more about them. But with Thrawn and what we've seen with the character of Eli Vantos and the slow and wavy as I'm walking around the room making waves like down at Hampton Beach, the slow and wavy progression of Thrawn is one that the novel will continue to showcase whether we see that play itself out in whatever form he comes back in, in the animated or cinematic universe, who knows? But Timothy Zahn is giving us the format that works for Thrawn and is one that we could see played out later on, which is super fantastic. I never thought we'd see the canonization. Look at that, it sounds like I'm drowning. That's a problem. I never thought we would see the canonization of Thrawn at any point. Now, Lucasfilm, you've won my heart by doing it. And I think you've won the hearts of many fans by canonizing the character of Grand Admiral Thrawn. And I gotta thank you for it because guess what? I'm getting left and right content. And that is just perfect. There's so many different things they could do, guys. I'm super excited. If you're super excited, please make sure to share it out across social media with the Brick City Blockade and myself, Robin Vote. Yo, make sure to please, please add me. You know, let's talk some Star Wars. Let's do it up. Let me know what's good. 
All right, guys, this has been Make the Jump from the BrickCityBlockade.com podcast network. Yep, that's right. Make sure to head on over to www. Oh, did I not say it? I didn't say it. Uh-oh, rewind, rewind, rewind. Guys, make sure to head on over. It's plug time. Oh, look at that. I screwed it up again. All right, guys, it's plug time here on Make the Jump. You guys can follow me over on Twitter at Mr. Vote Tweets. Please make sure to head on over. Follow the Brick City Blockade Podcast Network over there at Brick City SWPC. Make sure to head on over to www.brickcityblockade.com for everything happening in a galaxy far, far away. And make sure to head on over to iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. Make sure to subscribe, rate, comment. That's what brings on the epic guest here on the network. A lot of great guests, including Mr. Ian Dosher, novelist and writer of one of my personal favorites, The Clone Army Attacketh, William Shakespeare series, and the new upcoming Jedi The Last, which is releasing literally, literally in one day. Some of you are going to be getting on your doorsteps in the next couple of days. He's on next week. We're talking Jedi The Last and Star Wars, of course, with Mr. Ian Dosher and a great group of guests coming up in the near future. So keep it locked over there. Yo, T Public. Let me tell you, I own a couple of the T Public t-shirts. Make sure to head on over there. Pick up a BrickCityBlockade.com podcast network t-shirt. I'm pretty sure there's a Make the Jump one over there too. So make sure to pick up some of that swag. And please make sure to share all your comments, everything happening. Tweet me up, hit me up, Instagram me, do the whole thing. And we'll talk to you all really soon. Thanks for listening to Make the Jump, folks. And as we always say here at the podcast network, may the force be with you. Always. Wow. That was a good episode. I kind of like that one. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I should scrap it. Oh, wow. Yo, when did I buy Emphis Nest Funko Pop? Oh, jeez. Oh, that is so cool. I didn't even know that I bought an Emphis Nest Funko Pop. I'm telling you. They got my money, folks. They never gave me enough money to deal with this Funko Pop. This is Admiral Radis of the Rebel Alliance. Call up the Brick City Blockade. AP5 has an idea.